Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Caregiver and Spoonie podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Banderas. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of the podcast. And let's go ahead and get into today's episode, shall we? Now, on today's episode, this is one of the, this is a very important question. And I wanted to make this episode because I had this conversation with my wife the other day, which is, are we trying everything to get better? I know a lot of people are not going to like that question because everybody feels like we have tried everything. But this is from my perspective and because of, of, of why I have gone to where I knew I wasn't doing everything. But I wanted to say that I was. So that that's why I wanted to do this episode because I know that a lot of people might be like me where I, where I was like, oh, I'm trying everything, but in reality, I wasn't. So I wasn't getting any better in regards to my PTSD or things like that. So, and like I have mentioned before, like within six months of therapy, I wanted to quit because I thought I had done everything and I was like, I'm done, but I wasn't. Again, so I wasn't doing everything. And the question that I have for you is like, are you doing everything to get better now? I'm not this is I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to to make you understand that sometimes we have to do more than what we're doing right now in order for us to get better. Because it's like why would I judge you when I've been to something similar or even worse, you know? Like I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to let you know like hey, we might have to try more or we ha- we're going to have to keep trying, you know? And 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 here's the thing though. This is very important. Because when you answer this question, like the way that I answer it, like this was a long time ago, is like, well, if I'm trying everything, how come I'm not getting better? You know, like if I'm trying everything, how come I don't see the results that I want? That's actually incredibly important, you know, and I see it with people because I, I see it with a lot of spoonies that I know because when they when they have anxiety, depression, and all of this is like okay, like like with anxiety and depression, mental health issues right now that that are going rampant because of of current events. Everybody has a lot of stress. Everybody has a lot of anxiety. Everybody has a, a lot of depression because they can go out, which is fine. But the thing is, like, they they don't really do everything that it should be doing one of the things that 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 you should be doing and this is one of the things that i understand that that i had to realize in in therapy is that when you have depression or anxiety and i have talked about this before there there's gonna be like it could be caused by a chemical imbalance in your brain which that can be fixed by medication and if it helps the medication i go ahead you might need it for the entire life, depending on how your brain is wired. If something happened uh, to you and you have like brain injuries or something like that, or, or you might have hit your head or something like that, it could cause like some changes in your brain, which it can happen. I mean, Google it. There's there, I, I, If you want to know more about uh, things like that, I would recommend you to follow Dr. Daniel Amen. He is pretty good in regards to the brain. He's actually a psychiatrist. And he's pretty good about it, and 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 but in real and now, <clears throat> now if it, it and back to the to what I was talking about, if you have anxiety, depression, or 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 
you know, like mental health issues that are caused by a chemical imbalance in your brain, the medicine is going to help. And that's great. Now, if it's emotional, if it's because we we can control our emotions and that makes us anxious, we can control our thoughts and that makes us anxious or or that makes us depressed and or, or is causing whatever is going on in our bodies, then then the medicine is not going to help. So what do you do in those type of situations? And this is one of the things that I realized when I went to therapy is that with PTSD, what they do now a lot of the times is that they're treating the, the symptoms or with mental health issues or even 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 like chronic pain or, or chronic illnesses, they're treating the symptoms. Doctors are treating the symptoms. They're, they're like, oh, you have depression, you have anxiety, take this pill. Take this, take that. But we're not treating the root cause. And that's why I'm saying, like, are we treat, are we doing everything to get better? Because when we don't treat the root cause, how are we supposed to get better? You can you can take the all the medicine that you want. Like I said, if it helps you, great. And if you're taking medicine, I will never say never stop taking your medicine. Talk to your doctor first. Never stop taking your medicine. Uh, just because talk to your doctor because. If if you stop taking your medicine because it's not working, then you really are not doing anything to get better because it can get worse, you know? You might not see that it's helping you to the way that you want to, but it might be helping you just a little bit. So never stop taking your medication. Talk to your doctor first. But anyway, so if we don't treat the root cause, like what's causing us to be anxious, like what, like you there's there with me, I guess everybody's different, but with me, the reason why I was having so much so much anxiety, it's because I keep having I keep having these thoughts that I needed to fit in, like I need to fit in with people, I need to be accepted because that's the way that I was raised, and that will give me so much anxiety. Now, I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care if you like me or not. I'm just going to be me, and I don't have that much anxiety. Yeah, sometimes I get anxious and things like that. But thanks to therapy, again, I was able to realize or ask the right questions to myself as to what's causing the the, the anxiety, so I could figure out the root cause. Like if I if I if I'm angry, I ask myself how come I'm angry, and then I will find the answer. Like like I mentioned at one point, your brain is like Google. You have to ask the right questions to get the right answers. And same thing with anxiety. Same thing with depression. And the thing is, like a lot of people. And I include myself on this. Before before I went to therapy, it was I didn't want to go to therapy because I honestly thought that therapy was for, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but I honestly thought it was for crazy people. That's the way that 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 I was raised. Every time that I would see somebody going to therapy, everybody will say, "Oh, that's because he's crazy." So I didn't want to be labeled as crazy. I didn't want to be labeled that uh, as something that I was not. Because my 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 PTSD is due to things that I saw that caused emotional distress, things that that happened in my life, you know, like the abuse, all the, all of these things that happened that I have talked about. So I had to deal with it. That was the root cause of my anger and my PTSD. So I had to go go 
fix it. I had to I had to understand what why that was causing me so much emotional distress to cause me PTSD and then I went to therapy and I was able to actually be able to deal with it. But now a lot of people don't want to deal with those type of things. We we expect the a, a pill or a, a doctor to find the solution for us. And like I said, like if the issue, if the mental issue that you're having, like for example, if it's bipolar or something like that, that's a chemical imbalance, or 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 a bad wiring in your brain. Something there's like schizophrenia, things like that. That's pretty much some of the things that could happen, you know. And it can be caused by brain injuries as well. You know, there's so many things that could cause uh, mental health issues. The, and and <clears throat> and if the medicine helps you, then great. But if it's not helping you, then there's something deeper. And I realize that. I and I, and I always tell this to everybody that that's it, that tells me like, oh, my medicine is not working. Like, it's not helping me with my anxiety. And I tell them like, well. And this is why I said this to somebody at work. Is like, you know, you're, if your medicine is not helping you, it's because the issue might be deeper than you think. And the person kind of gave me this look like, you're right, but at the same time, uh, the person was all like, no, I don't want to deal with any of that. I need to, I need to focus, you know? So don't, 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 at that point, I'm, I'm going to be like, then we're not trying everything to get better, right? At that point, you can you can see why I say like, are we trying to get? Are we trying everything to get better? Because if you're anxious, if you're having anxiety, if you're having all these issues, and 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 you know, you know deep inside you that that the issues is deeper than 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 you think. Like I knew when I was diagnosed with PTSD, I was like, ah, I knew it. You know, like I, you, you will know, you will realize that you're, you're trying to hide something. It could be abuse. It could be something that, that happened to you that, that's making you feel ashamed, but you shouldn't be ashamed of it. Just you at that point. And, and again, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm okay with going to therapy. You don't have to tell anybody like I'm being very open because I want you to understand that it's okay to go to therapy. That doesn't mean that you're crazy or that you couldn't handle your life. It's just that there's so many things that have happened in your life that you didn't know or you were not taught how to deal with them. That's the way to put it. You know, like when it comes to mental health issues, like we are not taught how to deal with our emotions. We are not taught how to control our thoughts. We are not taught how to to be able to express ourselves. So that's going to cause um, and, and and if there's abuse in your life, obviously, that's going to contribute to it. But if you talk about it to somebody that you can trust, like a therapist or a good friend, you're going to see that you can you're going to start you might be able to start seeing things from a different perspective because they might give you feedback, but you also have to understand one thing that by trying everything, you're going to have to be open-minded. So if you're talking to somebody like a therapist or a friend that can actually, that you can actually open up to and they give you feedback, don't take it personal because they're just giving you feedback according to their perspective of what you're telling them. And and by you being open-minded, literally, you're trying everything you can to get better. And that's actually going to help you. So that's, 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 
that's one of the things and and another thing that that and this is one of the things that I, I really like to talk about when it comes to nutrition is that nutrition the research is there the research is there like if you have a, a kind of chronic illness like fibromyalgia lupus or um, anything in your body that's causing problems and the doctors can't figure it out they, they don't they can't figure it out and sometimes even if they can't figure out like Hashimoto's or things like that it can be or even MS like I have talked about in other episodes um Dr. Terry Walsh she was uh, she was diagnosed with um with um ms multiple sclerosis multiple sclerosis literally will put you in bed like you your your body goes to waste and she had to figure out what what was causing the problem it wasn't genetic for her if it's genetic obviously that's something that you cannot control but you can still like help it so you can feel or not like control it all the way but at least like be able to like tame it you know like not to get like super sick about it or anything like that and the same thing happens with fibromyalgia all these things what this doctor do did though is that because she was a doctor obviously she had other 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 resources that we might not have but she was able to to go to like the nuke not nuclear i forgot the name of it but it's like the micronutrient institute i forgot the name of it but she she was able to figure out that that her MS was destroying how well she figured out how the MS was hurting her body that it was pretty much destroying her cells her her, her um proteins and all of this I forgot what what she called it on the on the interview that that, that I listened to her but once she went into the paleo diet she started seeing progress like on on the interview that that I saw about her she talks about how she couldn't even walk at one point but because she did the the paleo diet and again this might not work for you but it's something that you might want to try like you want to try better nutrition she went full organic she was able to clear her body out of toxins and all of these things the bad things that are now in food like glyphosate and all of that all of those things and she was she's able to walk now she's able to to ride her bike she ran a marathon and that's incredible because it's like you know what she was open-minded to try anything to get better she has a kid she has a partner so she wanted to do it for them so she had a why and and um and it's very and it's also very important because it's like if she can do it and if i can do it so can you you can actually do it. But the thing is that we have to be very open-minded. Like if you have a chronic illness and the doctor can really help you, have all this inflammation, and and let's say you, you hear about this podcast and, and you actually research what I'm saying in regards to like the keto diet or the paleo diet of this doctor, because this doctor, Dr. Terry, Terry or Terry Walsh, look up for the Walsh protocol the walsh protocol she it's a cooking book and 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 also she has a book about her story it's a good book i'm gonna read it at one point because i'm reading a different book right now now with 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 with, with her story it inspired me because i was like gosh i have to do something about my my eating habits because they're not the best and unfortunately going full organic is not 
is not cheap. So I had to have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with my wife about this because as you guys know, she has fibromyalgia. And 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 I ask her the same question. Everything that I usually do in the podcast, I talk about I, I talk to her about this because I ask her, like, are we trying everything to get you better? Because I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't work with her. So as her partner, as her husband, as her caregiver, I had to pretty much tell her, like, are we trying everything? And she's like, yes. I'm like, no, we're not. And here's the reason why, because we're not eating as healthy as we should be. And because of fibromyalgia and, and, and her chronic illnesses that she has, I'm like, I want to try different food, like more organic, because you you might say like, oh, I, I, I have eaten the same thing over and over and over and over and over and again all my life. But so it hasn't made me sick. So I don't think that's that's it. But do you really know that? Because one of the things that that we don't we don't know and we don't understand, and it's something that that, that I listened to this um, doctor as well the other day. I forgot his name. And again, all of this information is it's on the internet. Even though I don't remember the names of the doctors, sometimes you can actually do your own research and see um, that 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 what I'm saying is actually true. Like it happened to me with milk. I used to drink milk all the time, and then all of a sudden I can't. It's because your body might might be okay with it at one point but depending on how it affects your body what's going to happen is that whatever it starts to affect it gets destroyed like there there are certain foods that that you might be allergic to but the alert the allergy might be so small that you you might not pay attention but if you keep doing it over and over and over again your body's going to be like you know what screw you you're putting things that i don't like so i'm going to act up and then your body's gonna start attacking itself and 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 do all of these things. And that's pretty much why I, I said, like, are we trying everything? Like, if you if if you're trying everything, let's say for chronic pain, but it's not helping, have you tried different foods? There there are tests out there that, that can tell you what are you allergic to. And you might be like like me, like I'm not allergic to anything. I'm, I I have I have eaten the same things over and over and over again in my entire life, and all of a sudden, like I start getting inflammation all over my body, but you don't even know why. And then I start, uh, well, what I did in my case, I started like cutting people, not cutting people, but cutting foods off, and I I, I notice a change. One of the things that I can change, and I'm gonna be very honest because I like to call myself out because I this reminds me that I need to change that. Candy. Every time I eat candy, my inflammation goes through the roof. I'm like, it must be the sugar. But sugar is so addictive. So it's like, I'm not trying everything right now because I can't cut sugar. The last time I cut sugar so much, I had withdrawals. And you have, you can have withdrawals from sugar. Google it. I had to Google it because I was like, I was like, what the hell did I do? Like, did I take one of my wife's pills by accident? And and then and when you try when you decide to try everything just to get you better, another thing that you have to do is that you have to step out of your comfort zone. So you have to be open minded, extremely like radical open minded. You know what? Like yeah, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try this food. I'm gonna try that. Like with the like you're gonna do all of these things, but you also have to step out of your comfort zone. When you step out of your comfort zone, you're gonna be able to. You're gonna be more willing to try new things. 
and that's the that's the that that's pretty much what stops us. We don't want to get out of our comfort zone because we don't know if it's going to work. We have already tried according to ourselves or according to what we the lies that we tell ourselves, we have tried everything, but have we? So, just ask yourself that question. Have I tried everything? Have I have I done enough research to get better? Have I have I am I following what the doctor says because Sometimes we don't really follow what the doctor says. Like if the doctor, let's say, like, this is not my wife, but I know somebody that got a test done for, to see what, what was, a, what, what, aller, what this person was allergic to. And, and the person was allergic to like peanuts or something like that. But it was like very small, very, like, it wasn't like a bad allergy. It wasn't like. Like where it will like the person will die, but the person keeps eating peanuts, you know, and the person keeps getting sick and sick and sick, and I'm like, dude, just stop eating peanuts, and the person is all like, no, I love them. I'm like, why don't you just stop? Like it's not it's not helping you. And what the person says is like, well, it's just that if I don't eat it, I feel anxious, and I'm like, dude, you're not doing anything to help yourself, so. So the question that I leave you with is like, are you trying everything to get better? I know what that I, that I haven't tried everything to get better, but do you know? Like sometimes we just have to be be um, very open with ourselves and answer the question, like to say like, no, I haven't, because I I wanna I wanna change my diet, even though I think that my diet is not hurting me. And I'm talking about myself. I know that I have to, but it's hard. I'm not gonna lie, and and and, and it's like it's like what um, somebody says this. I, I Eric Thomas says this. If it was easy, anybody could do it, but it's not easy. So you have to be strong in order for you to be to do everything to get better you know and 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 that's pretty much why i wanted to do this episode because it is so hard to try everything because you might not have the money which is fine obviously you you don't have to go broke to to get better because that's going to bring more stress in your life and obviously it's going to affect you in different ways so don't go broke for it. Just keep trying little things at a time. Again, it's a step by step. Start little. See, try to see small changes. Try to see if you are actually getting help by the changes that you're that you're making. Like you have to be very aware of that. You have to become out super aware, hyper aware of that. Like, huh? Like before, I was getting so tired. Like. Like because of my heart issue that I had before, I I've been having to eat better, healthier, like more more vegetables and fruit, and I have noticed that I'm not as tired anymore. So that has helped me, but but I had to become so aware of myself that I had to that that I was able to realize that if I was like my, the same old me before as as I was before, probably I would have been like ah. I don't see any changes. I'm going to quit. But no, you have to become aware. So anyway, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your for your support, your feedback, your emails. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for you for uh, sending me your messages. And thank you for everything that you do to improve the, the podcast. 
thank you for uh sharing and 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 everything but don't forget to share like and subscribe and also don't forget to follow us on tiktok instagram facebook and youtube and if you want to share your story don't forget to send it to me at the caregiver and spoonie at gmail.com and also I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for all the new followers, the new supporters, the new listeners. I really, really appreciate it. Let's keep making this um, this community grow so uh, everybody can get the support that they need. And as always, always take care of yourself. Have a great day.